Okay, now everybody, it's PTD, and I'm here with my co-host Haywood Jablomi. How you doing, doing Haywood? Um, fair to middle. Okay, okay. Uh, as I understand, baby, we gonna be talking about Pelicans basketball solely today. Almost exclusive. Players are reporting for early OTAs. And we got training camp kicking off in two weeks now. Cool. Tell me how excited you are for this young Pelican squad. Well, I heard about, I heard about Zion. What happened? Pending charges. What charges, baby? Apparently, they've tied him to the Oklahoma City bombing. Rumors and slander, baby. Really? Rumors and slander. Zion is a outstanding young man. Uh. I believe, Cole, actually what we're going to be talking about today is uh, a young man from Lafayette, Louisiana named Dustin Poirier who flew overseas and he fought the the Dagestani monster Khabib Nurmagomedov and got his hand raised at the end of that fight and knew. Oh. 155 champion, oh, no. Mr. Dustin the Diamond Poirier. Did you... I- I saw the fight. I didn't see the end of the fight, but I saw that Khabib was wearing Dustin's shirt. Yes. Which would suggest to me that Dustin won convincingly with a knockout, I believe, is what happened. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I am Patrick. The dog Shaheen and I'm Cole Henry. I'm really glad we 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 uh, pivoted because I I did not want to break your uh, your spirit there. And this is the MMA scope. So it is. As my friends in New Emirates, uh, in Dubai, it's not even in Dubai, dog. Whatever the hell that city, Abu Dhabi. Yep. Shout out to all my people. That's my people. You know what I'm saying? I guess that's true in some regards. In some regards. That's my people. Um, Genghis Khan with my villages, the way he fucked with theirs, you know? So, yeah, Khabib, uh, Khabib strangled Dustin Poirier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hated to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, not because... You I know, like that we're dropping right in. We should just dive right in. This, yeah, you know, I, we'll, we'll talk about any we other stuff. We haven't talked about to. this at all. Yeah. Um, you know, I think, for starters, I want to say I like, on one hand, to see that the Khabib train gets to keep rolling. That's cool. On the other hand, it sucks to see a guy like Dustin Poirier lose. You know, he's probably not going to get another shot anytime soon. Dustin was the least competitive fighter against Khabib in several fights. Now, I agree. I think, you know, I think... I'll I'll let you say what you're going to say. Okay, so Dustin hurt him. It was either the first or second, and it's a Khabib hurt. Yeah. He stumbles back and he gains back. He caught him. And Khabib immediately after that said, nah, we're not doing this. I'm not going to lose because I felt that power. Because it was a, Dustin can punch. Dustin can punch. He's a better boxer than anybody at 155. And Khabib knew that going into training camp. I believe the game plan was exactly what he did. He let Dustin go for about a minute to 90 seconds there from the first round. And after that, it was, no, sir, I'm going to get my position. And this is how this fight's going to go. He did not defend himself at all when uh, being wrestled by Khabib, as many fighters don't. Uh, it was not a good performance. Yeah, I um, 
I, th- I guess that's. I mean, I hadn't really thought about it like that, but I guess he he really did have probably the worst performance, just because. Connor defended better than that. Yeah. Ally Quinta defended much better than that. McGregor was at least able to generally keep on his back, and I'm not saying you know Khabib wanted him there, but you know it seemed like with Poirier, Khabib was kind of just transitioning wherever he wanted to, and he was really manhandling him more so than even. No, I mean, at one point, you know, when he got the finish, he. He kind of had uh, he had Poirier's back, and he kind of underhooked him from behind and lifted him up off the ground. And as Poirier was going back down, you know that's when he got the arm under the neck. And uh, I think that um, you know I don't think that anybody thought Poirier was going to beat Khabib with technique. I think that people thought it would be more tenacity than anything. If he was going to win, um, he would take advantage of of uh, any opportunity that came his way. And he just, he just really didn't do that. He seemed really hesitant to get taken down, which is understandable, but it just seems like eventually there's going to come a guy that realizes, you know, once Khabib takes you down, you're already fucked. Like, the best thing to do is to just do everything you can get to hurt him. your best defensive position. Exactly. And try to get off some offense, which you think a guy like Tony Ferguson. Uh, but, I, you know, I thought Poirier would do it. So, though, so. so it, it's another example of just Khabib's style versus a striker. And I don't see a wrestler at 155 that'll do it. Dustin's not a bad fighter. He had a bad fight. He could have had a much better fight, if you ask me. I th- I, it was tough to see, being a fan of Dustin Poirier, but Khabib, I don't know what it's going to take to beat the dude, but nobody has the formula. Uh... When he wants you down, he's gonna get you down, and that's that's just what it is. Dustin deserved the shot, and I think the next guy will deserve the shot, whether it's Tony or Connor or Justin Gaethje or probably not Donald Cerrone. But if shit were to play out like that, you know, I just don't see anything different happening. Yeah, it's um... and I hate the fu- I hate the ESPN shit. I hate. In the most dominant champion ever. Give him a few more fights before we crown him. There is still elite competition in that division he has to beat. Yeah, I think that's a good point. You know, I think, you know, a lot of people are saying, I, I think without question he's the most dominant, you know, probably the most dominant lightweight ever. He's the most dominant fighter maybe right now. But I think, you know, a lot of people are saying he's the greatest of all time. And for me personally, to do that, you know, you got to clear out your contemporaries. You've got to then clear out the next, and that's what the the greatest have done. And not Khabib might do that. I just don't think he's done enough to be the greatest ever yet. But uh, I mean, he's so. I mean, like the the, the fight stats are crazy. I mean, Poirier landed five significant strikes. Made all five of them count. Five, no, but five. I mean, that's that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, and Khabib Khabib only landed eleven significant strikes. And so it's not like he mauls you. I mean, he really just is so fit, like he's so good at grappling. You know what he's gonna do. He does not lay in prey. No, he doesn't. He it's, it's constant transitions. It's really tight control. If you find that boring, then you're not a fan of fighting because that's not boring. A, that's a certain amount of people just don't like Khabib control controlling another man of your size and weight. Like that. It's different. It's different. It's something he's been doing since he was two years old. It's just bred in him. And I think he wants that big strike. I think that's how he's going to prove he's a good striker. It's just getting that big overhand on everybody he fights. And hopefully one day it knocks somebody out. 
But he he can't mess around with guys like Dustin Poirier doing that shit. Yeah, he. I don't know if it was maybe the nerves of of fight. He he seemed less. And I know that this is really intense. Picking. Yeah, he, he in the seemed, first round at least. He seemed a lot more. I don't know what the right word. He did, he seemed fearless in the McGregor fight. I mean, he just immediately. I mean, he just was relentless. And the Poirier fight. I mean, don't get me wrong. He dominated him from start to finish. Right. But it wasn't the same sort of like... Maybe uh, that was the emotions? It, it very well could be. You know, it was interesting. Because again, you know, when he got the choke on Poirier, the look on his face was like... You know, it's like he finally got the choke on the line. It's like he was finally out of it. Whereas in the McGregor fight, I mean, there was just so much more uh, emotion, aggression. So it was interesting to see sort of a more humble Khabib, I guess. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I mentioned earlier, it's good to see the train keep rolling. It is difficult. And he's already such a big star. Man... It's just, what can he really be if he keeps fighting? What if he gets to 35-0 and all all those other fights are just insane fights? Th- then you can't deny him. Yeah. If he were to retire at 32-0 and and have beaten the best of his contemporaries, yeah. he'll definitely be the guy. But don't crown him yet, man. Yeah, I mean, I think he's still got some work. To, and that's nothing against him. It's, it's, I just don't think he's, you know, done enough quite yet. Also but he's definitely wanna, on the on the path. I want to mention the fact that they were wearing each other's shirts after the fight, and Khabib did it because he's selling those shirts in the area in his country, and all the he says all the proceeds are going to go to Dustin Poirier. I'm, I'll take him on his word for that. And Dustin Poirier returns the favor by wearing a Khabib shirt in his corner, and that's super cool to see. You know, both of these guys wanted to really hurt the other guy. There's no denying that. I don't think they dislike each other at all, but I think there's a mentality fighters go into where they don't give a shit about that guy. And then after war is done, both of them can be that humble. That's awesome to see. Yeah. What's I, next uh, for Dustin? Uh, he wants to fight Conor Cow- McGregor next. He's going to get Cowboy. Yeah, Did I mean, do that already? depending, well, Cowboys fighting this weekend. I know. So we'll see. No, they haven't fought yet, but we'll see how He's that. He's going to get a Cowboy coming off a loss. That seems, I could see that if, if Gaethje wins. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't think, I just don't think McGregor would come, I just don't think the Poirier fight is what's going to get McGregor. Dustin's realistic out. waiting list it now becomes Tony Ferguson, Conor McGregor, Justin Gaethje. Yeah. So that's three fights down the road. Dustin will probably be 30. Three years old at that point. He's young as shit. Like, he's gotten to this point, but it's definitely not the end of his career if he doesn't want it to be. But he'll be he'll be thirty one in January. So yeah. yeah, he's young. Yeah, he's a young cat. So um, and he always wants to fight. I don't expect. I think he deserves to take a good break after this. I think he got a little bit extra money in the bank account. He doesn't have to sweat for a while. Just speaking of, speaking of, I mean, looking at Poirier since two thousand. Let's let's see here. Starting in May two thousand seventeen, he fought Eddie Alvarez, and since then he's fought Anthony Pettis, Justin Gaethje, Eddie Alvarez a second time, Max Holloway, and now Habib. I would say he's definitely do some uh, some rest if he wants some. You know, did they release numbers for payments? Yes. Yeah, he was. He got two hundred fifty thousand, but uh. Hopefully more. I mean, that was a hell of an opportunity or a hell of a situation to walk into. But um, he uh, he wants to fight McGregor. I mean, on the surface, that fight does make sense. I mean, McGregor. It seems like he's probably not going to get his title shot the way that he wants it. A win over Poirier would definitely Put show right that he's yeah. And if Poirier can beat McGregor, I mean, that's big for him. 
sets up a potential third fight for him. Yeah. So I guess that fight makes some sense, uh, depending on how you look at it. Uh, What about Khabib? Tony. Is there really any need to even discuss it? And Khabib's calling for it. Tony's been calling for it. It's been booked four times. Book it. Both of these guys need to actually make it. If it doesn't happen, if they book it, then it's never going to happen. This is it. This is for all the marbles. This fight was supposed to happen when they were both contenders. And now it's going to happen while Khabib has the belt and Tony's on the longest streak in the division's history in the UFC. Yeah. Um, today, I got a. T- I think Jaden asked me if uh, I thought that McGregor would be willing to fight on the, on the co-main event of the Ferguson Nurma Gummit off card. What do you think? Nope. No, fuck no. I think you. I I answered saying that. Like, if I was him, I would do it because a, there's the chance that somebody gets hurt. You could step up, you know, and it would be justified because you're already on the card. But um, you know, just seeing what McGregor's done in the last few years, I would agree with you. I think there's probably no way he would agree to that, especially with the Nate Diaz uh, Masvidal fight being announced. You know, for a long time, people seem to say that they're not going to book a non-title fight for a main event. But with this being the case. I just feel like McGregor's going to only feel more justified in saying that he needs to be in a main event. Um, but he just doesn't have the leverage that he used to have. So, um, Masvidal Diaz going to sell out MSG. Such a weird main event. Because it's all, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a great fight, but it is really built on, like, the hype of the, like, you know, fan hype in the sense that I don't think anybody would think that Nate Diaz would, would do great against Kamar Usman or, you know, I just, maybe he... He would, but historically he has not been great at welterweight. Um, and Masvidal, you know, has a ton of losses. Granted, they were at lightweight. Have they Kamara? No. I don't think anyone knows what the deal with Kamara Usman is. You know, with Covington, it seemed like, you know, he tried to negotiate his contract and they, they told him to fuck off. You remember that time I got called a racist because I said Kamara Usman wasn't a very good champion? I mean... When, you can't deny it. When did he win that belt? Very racist. Um... Shit, December? Was that when it was? I'm going to uh, look it up. We're going to Google that, people, yeah. because we are a legitimate podcast. And he won it in March of 2019. It's not as long as ago as, as I thought, but... I mean, it, it is odd that you had a guy... He didn't take any damage in that fight. Just nothing's been booked, nothing's mm. been talked about. And, you know, everybody's blaming Covington, but, you know, it seems like if it was just Covington, they could book Usman against somebody else. But, um... Colby... Just yeah. makes me wonder if if Usman won the belt and was you know he's just he's like I'm the champion now and he really I, it, it's weird but the UFC the way it's built now like nobody really has any power and I don't know what leverage Usman really has because I don't think anybody's begging to see him fight I hate to say that about him he's it's a great true. fighter but it's true his best fight in terms of sales would be against Colby Covington yeah, because somebody would fucking promote it yeah. But I mean, I mean, do you are you begging to see Usman and, and Woodley rematch? No. I think it should happen. But in terms of entertainment, I mean, are you begging for it? No. I mean, if you get dominated in a title fight, whether you are champion or not, you're not seeing another title fight. At least not the next fight. Yeah. If Tyron comes out and dominates a, a top guy at welterweight, which could happen, there's a few guys in the top five of welterweight. I think he could handle, but beat him. Yeah, and then talk because Colby Covington deserves that shot, and Kamar Usman needs to 
fight. Yeah, and Woodley, I mean, speaking of Woodley, he's only getting older. I mean, he's 37 years old. He, uh, he probably needs to strike while he's still got the chance. But, uh, I mean, yeah, he's been out as long as Usman has. He did have that fight booked, but uh, I guess he's dealing with an injury right now. Is, is the song, I'm a Whoop Your Ass... Uh, is, is, is any, are any of his songs any good? I'm a, I believe there's a song called I'm a Whoop Your Ass. Was it featuring, was it featuring Kamar Usman? It's featuring Wiz Khalifa. Wow! That's big. Wow. Yeah. Maybe Wiz Khalifa could fight Kamar Usman. Oh, Wiz is looking good I've in the gym. I've seen that Muay Thai. Seen that Wiz is looking good in the gym. Looking like an atom weight. That, he's like 6'4", 125 pounds. Incredible. It's incredible. Um, all right. Uh, the rest of this card, I mean, I guess Paul Felder and Edson Barboza, did you see that fight? I saw bits and pieces. My uh, my phone was lagging. I was watching this event. That's my... Ooh, thanks, Jack. In downtown Austin, Texas. So that was, uh, that was cool, but... Uh, I saw Felder won. Yeah, it was. It was That's awesome. Questionable. I, I mean, I personally think Barboza won the first and second round. You know but, what they uh, say about the people in Abu Dhabi? What's that? They hate the Brazilians. Really? Yes. Um. Well, uh, if you're them. only using this fight as evidence to support that claim, you might have an argument because uh, the, one more one evidence the, do I need? I guess none. Uh, one of the thirty twenty-seven scores for Felder seemed uh, particularly. Odd. Um, you know, they could potentially have a third fight set up. Felder's in such a weird place. Uh, he's, I think, number six or seven. Um, and I just don't know that it's really warranted. I mean, if you look at his, his, his run, it's been impressive, I guess. I mean, he's won uh, five of his last six. Five straight is a lightweight. But, I mean, I guess Barboza's the biggest win, and it was super questionable. He beat James Vick. He beat Charles Oliveira. I mean, those are solid wins, but he really hasn't beat any world beaters. He can barely make 155. Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like he's going to, you know, he's 35 years old. I feel like he's looking for one big fight. And if he gets it and wins, he'll keep going. But he just seems like a type of guy that's got such a bright future in broadcasting. Um, I just, I, I don't know. He, he called for the, a fight with McGregor or Gaethje or all these guys that, you know, I guess his ranking supports those matchups. But I'm, I'm just not sure that... Uh, his recent Somebody's going to need a tune-up fight after Saturday, and uh, I'm sure Paul Felder will be in the running. Gaethje Felder would be a fun fight for sure. Cowboy Felder would be a fun fight. Did yeah. it already happen? No, they used to be boys. They might still be. I don't know if they still are or not. They'd probably fight each other just for the hell of it, but um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, and then uh, you know we saw Islam Makachev pick up a win. Curtis Blades smashed. Shamil Abdurakahimov. Blades looks great. It's just unfortunate that he's got those two KO losses to Francis Ngannou. Um, Carlos Diego Ferreira looked phenomenal against Merbek Tizimov. Uh The undercard was what it was. Uh, did you see any of it? Uh, Azatar? Is that a name? Yeah, uh, Adoman Azatar. I-, I watched about the first four or five fights on this card. Uh, so, Azatar's knockout was super clean. The young lady from Shreveport got knocked out I believe, or stopped, or choked. Is that uh, Liana Jojoa? Jojo? Oh, you mean Andrea Lee. Andrea Lee. She lost a decision. She lost a decision, yeah. So, Azatar stood out to me. I'm glad he got a performance tonight, because that was a... That's a highlight knockout. That's a knockout you put on SportsCenter 100%. 
And that's what we're looking for. And when we look for things that stood out, Azatar got a beautiful knockout. Weren't you pretty hype on that guy he was fighting? I mean, did you you mentioned the guy he was fighting to me? Timu is he Swedish? Yeah, I mentioned him because the last, the last time he fought was in 2017. He he got highlight real KO by Mark Diakos. Oh. Yeah, so I definitely probably mentioned him, but oh. it, it wasn't for anything positive. Oh, and now he got highlight reel the second time. Hey, that's so. your that's your your UFC run getting highlight knockout. Um, yeah, on the bad end. Speaking of Muslim Salikov killed Nordin to leave. Uh-huh. I don't know if you saw that one, but that was that was violent. Muslim Islam, golly, I love it. Um, oh yeah, saying there's no like Christian. Christian, Muslim. I mean, just get all. The I mean, is Habib special? Did Habib's father hold him up and like you won't be Islam, Muhammad, or I'm not. God, yeah, he's now. Got, I sound racist. I know what you mean, though. He's I, got. He seems to have. You like, will be Habib. He has like a rare name. It the seems eagle. like eagle. Yeah, it's probably super common. We're probably just really stupid. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean. Uh, I don't see many Habibs of the Dagestani fighters I've seen. Well, I've that, seen about 20 Dagestani fighters. Yeah. They're, and seven of them share names. Yeah, a lot of them do have similar names. But, I mean, I was just thinking, like, it is funny, like, the guy, his name's Muslim, or his name's, but, I mean, you know, like, we have friends named Christian. Like, it's just, it's, it's, it's Christian. like, yeah, you don't really think of it that way. In the Spanish culture, Jesus is a Exactly, name. yeah. You know, just you just think of it as a name, but, you know, it's... I guess, uh, you know, people just have... Christian. Yeah. yeah. You're right. It's the same thing, you know. You it's met just my friend Catholic? I just don't think we think of it that way. But I'm sure, you know, somebody from somewhere else might be like, oh, they're named after the Christian religion. Whether or not, you know, the person is or not. Anyway, this is not, no longer a religious podcast, so we're going to move on. Um, hopefully we haven't offended um, We're going to start reading the Bible and, uh, you know, all the other holy scripts. All of them. That's uh, what this podcast is going to gonna become. We're going to become a religious podcast. We should start a cult. What? Uh, I'm fine with that. Can can we make money in it? I will figure out a way. Anybody um, listening at this point, the eight of you that are still <laughs> with us, if you want to give us money, once again, I've said this on many episodes, uh, cash app at dollar sign P-S-H-A-H-E-E-N zero. Feel free. Um, last thing about this card, Bilal Muhammad submitted Takashi Sato. Beat him up. Round. Yeah, uh, Muhammad is like a, a really a sleeper. You know what I think of Takashi? What? Get him in the Get him in the Your face turned very red. It's as red as your Kool-Aid man shirt. He did the thing. I threw it. I ain't stupid. Dummy boy fell in love with it. He's stupid. Isn't he in witness protection? My man never ratted. Oh man is a real OG, thoroughbred from the streets, pants sagging Do with you his think gun in his draw. If he was in witness protection, he'd just have to get different face tattoos over the ones that he's Probably, already got. Oh yeah. And they'd be prison tattoos, so it'd be like it would turn into like a baseball bat. <laughs> it'd be great. You ever thought about a face tat? Uh yeah. I wanted to get uh I wanted to get you know, a facial hair tattoo on the rest of my face. So you look like a werewolf guy? Yes. Okay. And my neck, going down my neck to my, well, I, it wouldn't, it would stop at the back, but I'm never shaving. I I t- we talked about the nair. Mm-hmm. So Ooh, let, yeah. let's tell our listeners. Okay, let's I'm hear gonna, about it. I'm going to nair my genitalia. Tell, tell the story while I 
Um, a friend of mine suggested it to me while in Austin, and you know they're they're hip folk up there. So I was like, you know, hey, I'm gonna nair my balls and my ugh, my ugh and my boo. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna happen, and hopefully the ladies out there will enjoy it. Now. I have to try not to say anything offensive while I'm doing this. Uh, Cole is incapacitated at the time. So, needless to say, I am so happy you are listening. You are my only friends in this world. I cry alone in my recliner. Whoa. Constantly. Let's move on to the next I, I When I left here, you were telling a story about shaving your balls. Let's move on to Justin Gaethje and Cowboy Cerrone. Okay. Um, Justin Gaethje and Cowboy Cerrone are, uh, they're fighting uh, this kind that's of That's happening. Yeah. That's a hell that's of a fight. fight. It kind of snuck up on me. It didn't... Uh, well, he signed that fight six weeks out of his last fight where he got that whooped. So. Um, as one often does when they fight uh, Donald Fur- Tony Ferguson. Yeah. Um, this card actually had a late addition today. Uh, they added, unless I'm just, t- maybe, the- oh yeah, yeah, they did. Okay, I thought I was about to say, uh, Michael Pereira, who, who's the guy that jumps off the cage and does all the crazy shit. He, okay. uh, is fighting some guy named Tristan Conley, who's 14 and six. Young Tristan. What I'm saying is, this is probably going to be a highlight real KO. So, uh, probably pay attention to that okay. one. Um, the Capoeira guy. Yeah, I get you know flying through the air guy. I yeah. guess it is probably actually Capoeira or at least some form, form of it. Um, we've got Andrew Sanchez and Marvin Vittori, Cole Smith and Miles Johns. Miles Johns was on the Tuesday Night Contender series. He looked really good there. And then uh, top of the prelims, Marcin Tibura and Augusto Sakai. I don't mean to criticize these dudes. This is gonna be the slowest fight in the history of the UFC. Okay, these guys both move. You know. Slow. Main card, Jimmy Cruz getting tested by Misha Sarkunov, Uriah Hall, and Antonio Carlos Jr. in middleweight. We've got Todd Duffy returning against Matt. Sorry, Jeff Hughes. Um, that should be his nickname. Jeff, I'm not Matt. I don't beat my wife, Hughes. Was that fucked up? No. Okay, I read his autobiography. I feel like I can say whatever I want about him. Dickbag. Absolute dickbag. Uh, Co-main event, Glover Teixeira and Nikita Krylov. Pretty good fight night card. And then, of course, your main event, Donald Cerrone and Justin, uh, Twitter Rage Gagey. Glover got a shot? Uh, this is an interesting one. Glover's, I like love, man. I, I do, too. Glover's one of those guys, though, you know, he's, uh, he's 39 years old, and he, he had a rough stretch where he, uh, you know, he lost to Anthony Joshua, got KO'd by Alexander Gustafson, and then just thoroughly outworked by Corey Anderson. He's actually he's got uh, two straight shop, stoppage wins in 2019 so far against Carl Robertson and Ion Kudaliba, lower lower tier guys for sure. Um, you know why Glover's still fighting, right? Why is that? He's in debt to the Brazilian mob. My God, God please yeah, go on. Seventeen million million dollars. Absolutely, he wow. stole about fifteen million worth of gold and two horses. Wow. He's um, lived in Connecticut for like 20 years. No, nah, nah, that's all been a facade. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's been hanging out in the barrios, smoking drugs. Wow. Smoking drugs. can't get there. Sada won't go to the barrios. When did he find the time to train even? Uh, he doesn't. It's the drugs and the gang lifestyle. <laughs> wow. 
But hey. now he's on the run. So, okay. yeah, that's where he goes when he's in hiding. Seems weird to be on the run and then announce that you're going to be fighting at a specific day in a specific town. Yeah. yeah he's, he's got the balls. And uh, nobody knows him as Glover in the mob. Oh. Everybody knows him as El Tinkwo. Well, you just gave him away. It's, it stands for... Um, Cuckold. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's his thing. His wife, uh, it's it's not a a fun time for anyone other than Glover. (sighs) I don't think well. Well, I guess you learn something new every day. Yes. Here's something else for you to learn. Todd Duffy hasn't fought in over four years. Okay. He'll be fighting Jeff Hughes. Um... Okay. I guess we'll just talk about Cerrone and, and Gaethje. Because Hughes and, and Duffy, it, you know, we've, we've, we've pretty much got the backstory on Teixeira and Krylov. Krylov's an outstanding citizen and young man. Really? Yeah. Even though he is a big fan of noted gangster Al Capone? Yes. Mm, interesting. Um, all right, Gaethje versus Cerrone. I guess... Uh, this will probably be the only one we do this week. So who do you, you think is going to win this fight? Cerrone, Gaethje, Donald, or uh, or Justin? Which of those four guys? I'm going to go with that dude, Dustin Cerrone. Whoa! Uh, yeah, I, I, I meant Justin Cerrone. Wow. Um, so, <coughs> yeah, I think Justin Gaethje is going to win this fight. Uh, I... It feels to me like uh, you, you get you got an old horse who's proud, and he he wants to race against the best of the best. Mm-hmm. But the best of the best just have so much more power. Quick question: such better technique. Am I the best? Are you, are you talking about me? I'm talking about Justin Gaethje in this oh, particular in this particular instance. I think Jace, Justin Gaethje is stronger. I think he's a much more powerful striker. I'll give technique to Cerrone. I will. And we've seen Justin get stopped by Dustin Poirier, but Donald doesn't hit necessarily as hard as Dustin Poirier. I don't see Donald Cerrone stopping Justin Gaethje, and I don't really see it becoming a five-round war. I I feel like Donald won't be able to take more than three rounds of the ass whooping just to get Justin Gates he's gonna bring him. What do you think? I I don't it's a tough it's here's the thing, if had he not beat Ally Quinta the way he did earlier in the year, I'm talking about Cerrone, I wouldn't probably think that he was still capable of beating a guy like Gaethje. I mean the the Ferguson fight was what it was. You can't really hold that against him. I, I just don't know the thing is, in Cerrone's prime, on his best day, I think he would beat a guy like Gaethje because Gaethje's so reckless, and Cerrone's always been so good at countering guys uh, and sort of using their own ag- aggression against them in certain instances. At the same time, if you can pressure him, you've also been able to beat him in the past. You know, guys like uh, Anthony Pettis have shown that, guys like Nate Diaz, Rafael Losano. So um, I-, I don't know. It's a really good fight. I, I think I agree though with you, though. Just the, the age factor... I think uh, as good as Cerrone still is, I think that Gaethje's probably the best he'll ever be right now. And I just don't know that... Um, I think this is a fight he needs to win. You know, if he doesn't Absolutely. beat Cerrone here, 
uh, you he know. won't see Khabib. Yeah, probably ever. I mean, there that would be three losses in, in, uh, in five fights. I just, I think he really needs this win. You know, the Barboza win was nice. The Vic win was nice. But I still think his career is defined by the losses. You know, the two biggest opportunities he's had, uh, he, he was stopped in both of them. So I think he really needs to, uh, this is a main event here against a former multiple-time title challenger. And uh, by that, you know, I think I just mean he, Cerrone just challenged for the belt once, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Anyway, perennial top contender in Donald Cerrone. Um, I think it's, it's somewhat like a passing of the torch, like baddest, toughest, funnest guy to watch. You know, like Justin Gaethje's already in that conversation. Donald Cerrone's been in that conversation for a decade. And uh, I think this fight makes plenty of sense. I think you definitely could have given Cerrone a little more time. But I guess Gaethje was already announced on the card and they had to get him a fight or something like that. I don't see why. They need to quit putting Donald Cerrone in that situation. After, Don't call him a week after he gets his ass whooped. Don't do that. And for a fight six weeks out. Because he's going to say yes. Yeah, he always does. And it might make sense to like protect him a little better. Just give him two months of rest before you even think about booking him. Yeah, that's the thing. Dana White's always like, Donald's crazy. He'll fight all the time. Yeah, it's like, yeah, well, you yeah, got to call, him. call him. Yeah, you got to offer him the fight. Um, I just... Or, you know, one of the, the bookers does. Somebody does. But anyway, just to put it into perspective, you know. Um, and just, Donald Cerrone is telling them, I want to fight all the time. If you got to fight for me, call me about it. Yeah. Um, just put it in perspective. Justin Gaethje debuted in 2011, and that was when Donald Cerrone's UFC career began. So it just shows you the difference. And uh, I think old Jack's telling me that he's hungry here. I believe that's the case. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's that's this coming weekend. It's a pretty cool card. I'll be um, here watching that for the first time, folks. It's been a few weeks since I watched the card over here. Cole's been traveling the world. Uh, he's being recognized for his literary and audible talents. Uh, he has left me in the dust, folks. He is working with many a very famous... Uh, sports publicist sites. Uh, he is incredibly wealthy now. I basically run the sports section of Pornhub. Wow. Yes. All the so, cheerleaders. Cheerleaders mostly. Waterboy. Um, they include, yeah, the, it gets kind of weird because uh, sports is defined as different things in different countries and we try to try to Kind of accommodate everybody. 80-year-old. So, um, horse racing is taken into account. 80-year-old defensive coordinator on the high school team, Peep and Tom. Yeah. The the young man in the showers. It's actually, we we call it Tom's uh, Peeper. It's actually the latest one that we're working on. Um, These young men are of age, right? Just playing underage. Oh, yes. absolutely. Playing what? Underage. Well, oh no 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 no! High, maybe it's a college. It's 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 a college. Yes, okay. yes. This isn't some sort of weird Jerry Sandusky okay. scenario. Obviously. I see where I was leading this, but no no no, uh, absolutely not. Uh, well, but it looks like you've lost weight. Is that is that is that just are me? You, are you bullshitting? No, it really does. Lost about eighteen pounds in a month. Well, it looks like it. I'm Good. starving myself. I'm miserable. My only motivation is to find a woman attractive enough to put up with. Okay, when I find that woman, I'm going to treat her horribly. When's the last time you ate? I ate 
uh, that little bar before we started. I'm eating five. I'm I'm intermittent fasting. I'm starting my window at noon, closing it down at about seven thirty eight somewhere in there, uh, and then I'm eating five very small snacks with one large meal. Not even necessarily a large a large healthy meal. Did he just? Was that you? No, it was him. <laughs> it's about to stink in here. Yeah. Um, that's that's all I got, folks. I'm Patrick the Dog Shaheen, aka PTD. Well, that's good, bud. Glad you're uh, glad you're doing that. Uh, Jack, just we'll go ahead and get out of here before uh, we have a small ass room. Yep. Explode. Until next time. <laughs>